It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. Foster. Nine seconds for the win. Oh! 
base hit to, to tie and then eventually take the lead and win it. And then tonight was crazy with the cards tied it up in the eighth, came back, uh, had the walk off in the ninth. So, I mean, that's been a really fun series. And I think we both predicted the Braves winning in about four games. But, I mean, I did say the Cardinals, they're scary in October. I mean, I, ever since 2011 World Series, I, they can, I think they can do anything in October. So definitely a scary team to watch out for. But, yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a great game five on Wednesday in Atlanta. And then uh, on the other side, the Nationals and the Dodgers. I mean, I think I think uh, going into the season, a lot of people would have thought that that'd be a pretty competitive series. But I mean, it's been I mean, it's been crazy. The Nationals put up big numbers today, fighting off elimination. I, I mean, you got to be impressed with the, what they've done. I mean, I, I I think we both expected this series would be over, probably in three games. So. I mean, props to the Nationals. They have to go and win one more in L.A., which is a big ask, but done it so far. Yeah, I'm not sure what I predicted, but I um, I had the Brewers winning, so that's a whole... That's true. So had, <laughs> that's true. I got both of my wild cards wrong, and Isaiah got both of his wild cards right, so I'm not sure exactly what I predicted, but... Um, Actually, I know. I, said, I think I said the Athletics. I think I said the Oakland A's would beat the Rays, so... Oh, I I think I think you went against me on both the wild cards. I think you were right. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's over now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I mean I think the Dodgers are gonna end up coming on top. It would be such an upset for them if they if they got knocked out like this. That everyone has them picked to move on to the World Series and, and they win lost it, to, yeah. the, to the Nationals. That would be a uh, a big disappointment for them. And then. I, I'm still sticking with the Braves. I think the Braves are going to be able to take down the Cardinals. I, I have a roommate who is a Cardinals fan, and I, I feel bad rooting. I'm not rooting against them. I'm not. I would love to see the Cardinals beat the Braves because I don't like the Braves because I'm a Mets fan. But <laughs> if I'm talking at an analytical level, I think the Braves are going to end up winning the series. You know, I think just based off what we've seen with, I mean, the Cardinals, they had that lead the whole game yesterday and just lost at the end and. I mean, that's what the Braves did today, but I just think with the fight this team has, I think I'm going to take the upset on that one. I think I'm going to take the cards. They got their man Flaherty on the mound on Wednesday. They've already, or yeah, on Wednesday, they've already announced. Um, I, I, I have a good feeling. Uh, and the Braves do have Fulton Devich, and he pitched a good game too. But still, I, I just think this team, the fight they have, and just like what I, what I saw today, I think the Cardinals, I'm going to take the upset on that one. Okay, but on the other side, the Dodgers, I, th- I the Nationals again. Props to them; they put up a great series. I just I, I'm gonna be I'm taking the Dodgers too. I don't think they go down this early, but I mean, it all comes down to this. It's 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 a one it's one game says it all. So, it I mean, props to them for making it this far. But yeah, I'm going Dodger Dodgers Cardinals, which that's a that's a playoff matchup we've seen before in the past. So. I think that that that's my prediction. I think it'll be fun, but yeah, I think it could definitely be the Braves too. But either way, Dodgers for sure. And then on the other side, we have your Twins. What is it? Still two nothing. So yeah, the Twins are going to be eliminated tonight. <laughs> um, they're going to get swept. <laughs> and then, well, maybe I I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Now I at this point, 
I don't know about tonight. I think I mean it's, it's only the sixth inning. Tonight they have to win three straight against the second te- best team in baseball. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about tonight. I think they could maybe still pull it out tonight. They've had guys on base. I think every single inning that they've left on from like striking out with two outs, basically every single inning. I think they could pull out the win tonight. But at this point, I I hate to say it, but I think the Yankees. Am I? Honest, unbiased opinion are probably going to move on. Hate to say it, but I think it'll be the Yankees. And the the Rays have been holding on. Uh, well, they held on today, at least, against the Astros. I'm going to say that the Astros probably win tomorrow. If not, they'll win game five for sure. But I think the Astros will take tomorrow. So I think that one will be the one versus the two, Astros versus Yankees. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about the Astros and, yeah. and but they Tampa put up, Bay. I don't, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be able to win three straight against them. No, I mean, they put up a great game today, though. I mean, they put up, what, I think 10 runs um, and held the Astros to just three that were all pretty early on. So they had a great game. They had a, they had a full crowd in Tampa, which is a first. They had the second lowest attendance in the MLB this year. That's but, crazy for a playoff team to have that low of attendance. That's horrible. Right, which is why there's been some talk about possibly moving, possibly Montreal, something like that. But, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's kind of sad. I mean, that's a really good team. And, you know, I, I was actually I was thinking about this before. I think it's, it's strange to me how those, like, central and northern Florida teams just – they just don't seem to get, like, the hype or the support as, like, a lot of other teams. I mean, or a lot of other areas. I mean, there's the Magic. I mean, and, I mean, they made the playoffs this year, but that's not a very huge team. The Rays made the playoffs this year, and nobody goes to their games. I mean, there's UCF. I mean, they're in the American Conference, and I'm sure they get decent crowds, but, like, just no, like, no notability. I don't know what it is with that region, but it just doesn't seem to get – very much love, even that when they have good teams. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe a move is on the horizon for them because when the only time that there's a decent crowd is a playoff game, that's that's a pretty bad sign. Yeah, I mean, if if you're making the playoffs and you you said the second lowest attendance yep. in the MLB this year. Yep, and I think the I think the Miami Marlins were were the lowest. <laughs> well, that means if you're Tampa, it's time to move. Yeah, I I mean. Their stadium was built in 1990, so I don't think I think I don't think a new stadium would be the move necessarily. I don't know what they could do. It's going to take a lot for them to stay, and obviously, a deep postseason run would help things a lot. But it's going to take some big wins against the Astros for that to happen. So, I think next week, seeing what what the Rays end up doing will be a better ta- will be a better sign of. The future of this organization, but I think this playoffs is really big for the future of Tampa if they're gonna keep this baseball team. All right, want to go on the NFL? Yeah, let's. A lot of NFL discussion topics for tonight. Yeah, so the first thing we want to talk about, guys, is uh, what's wrong with the winless teams in the NFL? You got the Redskins, the Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Jets. And then what would we personally think should be done to turn them around? So which team would you like to start off with, Isaiah? Uh, let's go with the Jets. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is a team that had a, had a decent amount of hype going into the season. I mean, Le'Veon Dar- Bell. Le'Veon came to the team. Sam Darnold's on the uprise. Even the New Jerseys. I mean, there was a lot of hype going into this team. And then week one, Darnold goes down. Um, and honestly, I think that's been a good amount of the issue with this team. They haven't had anyone that can play quarterback be on this team. Um, they're giving up between 20 and 30 points a game, which is not ideal. But it's not terrible. But it's just they've had no offense to make up for it. I think once Darnold comes back, which it seems like sh- it shouldn't be too long, I think they'll start to pick up some wins at that point. But as for what I would do if I was in the Jets case, I mean, there's really not a whole lot to do because I, just because I think Darnold is the main reason for their issues. Um, they've made, I mean, they made the offseason move in getting Bell. They made the New Jersey's. I mean, everything was hyped up. I think this team still has some potential, like, in the future, next season. So I don't think any big moves need to be made besides waiting out for Darnold. But it's just kind of an awkward period where they are, like, an awkward spot right now because they're still just kind of waiting once he comes back. And I think they've had some injuries to their receiving core, too. So it's just been kind of a weird season so far for the Jets. But I think once Darnold comes back, they'll start getting a couple more wins under their belt. Uh. Yeah, I agree. Their biggest problem is offense. They're scoring 9.8 points right. per game, which is not adequate enough to win in the National Football League. It's 31st worst in the league. Uh, they need Darnold back. That's their biggest problem is the quarterback position. Luke Falk is the worst quarterback in football. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> It's not, I, he started. Start, yeah, no, he's I mean, third string quarterback, and it's. I'm not trying to be mean to him, but he's the yeah. first quarterback. Oh in yeah, football. yeah. Um, he's only starting because of right, circumstances. Right, can't win with the worst quarterback in football. So, the one thing I would say is a little silver lining is Darnold did not really perform well in his only start of the season against Buffalo, prior to getting mono. Now, I yeah, I guess you could say that. Buffalo has had a good defense this year, and maybe that's why. But mm-hmm. obviously the Jets are invested in him, and they're going to try to play him and see how he does the rest of the season. And even if he has a crap season, it doesn't matter. They're still going to play him the next season because they yeah. have so much invested in him. And if it then comes to the point where he's bad this season and next season, then they might start to look on to a change at the quarterback position. But they're so invested in it doesn't matter. Um Looking at their schedule going forward, they're not going to beat the Cowboys. They're not going to beat the Patriots. Guess they have a shot against the Jaguars, but Gardner Minshew's been playing well. It also all depends on when Darnold comes right, back. Right, but if they have Darnold back, I'm saying let's assume Darnold, even if Darnold comes back, they're not beating the Cowboys, the Patriots, and they might probably lose to the Jacks. And then with Darnold back, hopefully by November 3rd, they should be able to beat the Dolphins. They could probably put up a game against the Giants. That was I'd probably put that at a, at a coin flip. The Skins, <laughs> they should be able to beat. Raiders will probably lose. Bengals will probably win. Dolphins. So, and then the rest of the season, they'll probably lose. Ravens, Steelers, Bills. So, i say they end up 6-10 and 10 for the season. That's my, my Jets prediction. Write it down. <laughs> uh, 
We got it. We got it. We got it live on the air. We got it recorded. So right. we'll come back and see if that pans out. But no, I yeah. Know, I know my roommate is a Jets fan, and he's going to remember that. And uh, also my buddy back home, if he's listening, Holden will remember that. Six and ten is my is my bet. So, I mean, that's uh, that's six and six on the rest of the year. That's 500, which I mean. If Darnold returns. Right, right. Which I'm so, assuming he's going to be doing soon because mono usually only takes a month, and it's been a month. So mm-hmm. time to come back, Sam. Yeah. All right. Miami Dolphins. All right, so the <laughs> Dolphins are the worst team in football, the worst of the winless teams, because they have not only the worst offense in football, but the worst defense in football. They're scoring 6.5 points per game and are allowing 40.8 points per game, which is atrocious. Um, they have to fix the offense and the defense pretty much equally. I think the biggest problem with the offense is their quarterback play. They're only passing for 173.2 yards per game, which is only one better than the worst passing yards in the NFL this season. Um, Josh Rosen, stat-wise, is the 24th best quarterback in the NFL, so he's not above average quarterback. Fitzpatrick is even worse. Um, If they want to rattle off some wins, which would be tough to come by, but if they wanted to try to win the rest of the season, they should be starting Rosen over Mm -hmm. Fitzpatrick every single game. Rosen, I don't know if they want him to be the future of the team or or what's going on, but what is he? This is his second year, second or third year? In the NFL, second year, yep. So this is his second year, so I don't know if if they have all the eggs in that basket or what, but... um, I mean, honestly, they're so they're so quarterback deprived. Isn't isn't Tua coming out this year? Is he what? Tua Tua could come out. Yeah, right? yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah. Into I the mean, NFL, they stink. yeah. So Tua could come out this year, and then they'll probably stink again the next year. If they don't get Tua, they might be able to get Trevor Lawrence. Um, if Josh Rosen doesn't end up working out, which it isn't so far, so that's quarterback, or you could bring in a free agent. Uh, and then defensively, they need help with the D-line. They're allowing the most rushing yards per game in the NFL at a 175.8 rushing yards per game, which is really bad. Um, the D-line's the biggest problem. The linebacker core is better than the D-line. So I guess either draft some D-linemen and try to develop them or make some trades or some uh, free agent signings over the offseason. That's what I would do. For the Dolphins, or I mean, I guess, look for a change in coaching. But I mean, this is the first. This is the first year of this new head coach, right? Yep. Right. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know. They're a mess. Yeah. No. Not. And yeah. Not much to add with the games that have happened. I mean, everyone's kind of seen that they've just gotten crushed and crushed and crushed and crushed. But for me, if if I were the Dolphins, I think yes, the defensive line. But I think it's both sides of the ball on the line. I think I think they might have the worst defensive line and offensive line in the NFL. Um, and so I think, and honestly, like, Rosen, I mean, he's 24th in the NFL right now. You, that's what you said, 24th? QBR. QBR, okay. I like QBR. And that's with a terrible offensive line. So, I mean, honestly, it, it's really up to them which line they work on first. But I really think... 
offensive line and defensive line. Because, I mean, they do have – they have Kenyon Drake at running back, which, I mean, he's been always just very average. Devontae Parker's a good weapon. They have a receiver. So, I mean, I mean they have a couple pieces here and there. They obviously they, – they need help at every position. I just think, to me, the I know they had the off, worst offensive line in the NFL last year. And I think they might have it again this year. So I I just think that's the first key. That's that's just the key to having an offense be successful and put up more than ten points in a game. Their scores have been they've scored ten, zero, six, and ten. So they score six and a half points a game. I said, yeah, not ten. Don't give them. It's not ten. Oh, they scored. They scored ten twice. The so average, the, average. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean that that zero. They had a zero one game. I mean. It's just a mess, I, and I really, it could be their pick of any position to work on, but if I was them, I'd probably go offensive line first and then defensive line, but yeah, th- this team, this organization needs help. It's fair. No, it's a fair yeah. take. Okay. Um, Bengals or Skins? Bengals. All right. Bengals. <laughs> what the world? Is the offense. So they need A.J. Green back because he's their best offensive player. They don't have him right now because he's hurt. He's going to be out out at least another week, and that's what they've said, at least. So who knows if he could come back in two weeks or what, but they need him back. Um, other than them needing him back, the offensive line is the biggest problem on offense. They have 61.2 rushing yards per game, which is the second worst in the NFL. So they're not, you know... You need to mix it up. You need to be able to have that running attack to control the game. I mean, look at um. I mean, I know we're probably gonna get to it later, but look at the job that the Colts did against Kansas City last night. They really controlled the time of possession and they were able to run it down mm-hmm. um, Kansas City's throat with uh, Marlon Mack and Quinn and Nelson blocking up front for them was awesome. Had a great game. That guy's a beast. But uh, anyway, my point is, is that offensive line is very important. And then they also allow four sacks per game, which is ranked 28th worst in the league. So I think once they have A.J. Green back and then maybe they start throwing some draft picks around for some O-linemen or uh, trades or free agency, that would be helpful to them. Yeah, but I think... Uh... Obviously, their offense, you know, a lot of the same, I agree with a lot of the same problems they've had um, on the offense, but, I mean, their defense has given up a good amount of points, too. I mean, they gave up 41 to San Francisco, and, I mean, and they've given up at least, like, three or four touchdowns a game in in every single other game. The so, defense isn't good. I'm just saying that yeah. the offense is worse than the defense, and therefore, I think that has to be addressed as a priority. Yeah, and, and yeah, the, once they have A.J. Green back, I mean, that'll be a big difference, but... I mean, what they really should start thinking about is Andy Dalton as a quarterback. I mean, I remember the hype around him, like, and I, I don't even know. It was, like, more than a couple years ago where he led the team to the playoffs a couple times. They, they never seemed to win in the playoffs, but they at least made it a couple times. But he's been on the team for a while now, and the fact that those playoff days are kind of behind them and they haven't really done much the last couple of years and it seems like they're getting worse. I think it's time for the Bengals to start looking at a new quarterback. And I'm not sure what Dalton's contract looks like right now. Yeah, I'm but, not sure either, but you're you're right. Andy yeah. Dalton right now is the, the it, third is ranked the thirtieth quarterback in the 
NFL right now, QBR-wise, which is clearly not good at all. Right, um, and... I mean, he's just he's been on the team for so long, and it kind of it kind of seems like when people look at the Bengals, it, it seems like they kind of just look over Andy Dalton. I feel like I never hear anything about what Andy Dalton is doing wrong, but I I, I I'm I'm not a fan of this guy at all. I mean, even when he was leading the team to the playoffs, it seemed like it was more the weapons around him than Andy Dalton himself. But I mean, there's some good quarterbacks that'll be coming up in the next year or two in the draft I've really th- I mean and I, it's tough too because I think he is a big part of like the Cincinnati community I think he helps out a lot um they really they like the guy which is why I think they don't we don't hear enough about him but he just he's not I, I don't think he's very good yeah <laughs> simple as that he's not having a good season this year but I don't think it's time to get rid of him yet Mm-hmm. Th- yeah, he's still I got a season needs, to prove himself. But. I think he needs an offensive line to help him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be able to prove much this year. I think he really needs help uh, at the O-line position yeah. and needs his his top pass threat back so he can start getting the guy the ball in uh, A.J. Green. I mean, last year he had a good season. He did. Despite the success as a team, last year he had a good season. So, What does a good season mean? An above-average season. Okay. He had, he had a fifty-nine QBR, and that I mean, if we're comparing that to how players are playing this year, the average QBR in the league is about fifty-one point two. So he's playing above average, and I don't think an above-average player from last year should be thrown to, uh, thrown out. You know. Yeah thrown out of the out of the team that fast no no yeah I'm, and i'm not saying that there's i mean it's time to completely get rid of him i'm just saying that like he, he and he's it's only week five but i think he does start to need to like turn things around a bit and and yeah it, it, that's a good point it is a lot on the offensive line he's been sacked 20 times already this year and i mean the the rushing game has barely done anything because they're just getting stuck they're getting stuffed every single play so yeah, you're. I mean, it was the same thing with the Dolphins. So yeah, they do need some help. You can't be expected to succeed if you if you're rushing the ball. Like as a quarterback, you can't be expected to pass well if they know you're going to pass because you can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. They're the second worst uh, rushing team in the in the NFL. And mm-hmm. then he's. They know they're not. They know he's not going to uh, run the ball. And they know he's going to pass, so they're going to blitz. And then he's getting sacked four times a game. So yeah. I don't know if it's all on Andy. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm I'm saying more just the general trend of the Bengals a couple of years ago being a playoff team to now being a winless team in week 5. I just think that that reflects a bit on the quarterback and so but yeah it's, it is more than that but I just think he really needs and he's going to have time to turn things around too. They're going to give it to him because just because of what he means to the team, how long he's been there and how much they like him and just what he's done in the past. But just in the next couple of years, if, if they've got to get things turned around. They got to help him out on the line. Yeah, they've they've got a lot of problems, and and even with the problems they've had, I I'm still shocked by their zero and five. I I thought this would still be a better team than they are. At least have one win, but here they are zero and five, and basically just waiting for AJ Green, begging him to come back. Right. So. Yeah. Um. Anything else on the Bengals? No, that's that's fine. Want to do skins? Redskins. So, 
Um, my analysis on the Redskins is they have an equally bad offense and defense, so it's on both sides of the ball. Like, other teams I thought, I mean, all these teams have bad offenses and defenses, but this situation I find to be pretty equal on both sides. Um, Alex Smith is the best quarterback they have on their roster, but obviously <laughs> he had that injury yep. uh, last year, yep. which who knows when he's going to come back from that. But even so, if he were to come back, I believe that Alex Smith would be a below-average quarterback in the NFL. And that's not even taking into account the fact that he's going to have to you know, go through growing pains of playing in the NFL again after all this time off and recovering from the injury. So the best active quarterback they have on their roster right now is Case Keenum, whether the team or the fans or whoever likes it or not. He's the best statistical player at quarterback on their team. So if they want to salvage a bad season and try to rattle off some wins, Case Keenum's their guy, not uh, Haskins. But if there are, and then, you know, the other way you could look at it is Keenum could um, help mentor Haskins and Haskins could watch and, and learn this year because in his limited time that he has been on the field, he hasn't performed well at all. Ha- I'm talking about Haskins. Yep. Or since you're not going to do anything this year anyway, you could throw Haskins to the flames and see how he does and do a trial by fire type thing. But it's all based on what they want to do. They want to let Haskins learn by playing or learn by watching. But Keenum's not their future quarterback. Um, Haskins, they probably drafted him with the intention of him being the future quarterback. He's still, you know, is young and he needs some time to play and see how he ends up doing before people start saying, oh, we need to go find another quarterback. So that's how I feel about their their offense. But then defensively, I think their biggest problem is the cornerback position. You're giving up 263.8 passing yards per game, which is 23rd in the NFL, 23rd worst. So I think they have their... They have to either draft some cornerbacks or get some in free agency or via trading because their passing defense isn't, is their weakest part of their defense right now, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of Josh Norman, who's, I mean, he's not quite at the level he was a couple of years ago and then everyone else. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Um, well, for one... Case Keenum, he's yeah, he's the best active quarterback they have right now, but he, I mean, he's hurt too, and who knows? He's been he was out this week. I don't know if he'll be back was, next was week. Was he out for an injury? Or was he out because they wanted to give no? Paul he McCoy he was he he had an he injury. Was. Yep. Is it major? No, it's not major, but I don't know if he'll be playing this week either. But they, I, I watched a lot of that game this weekend. Colt McCoy, I mean, he's never been an NFL quarterback. He's he's never been good. Um, so if I'm the Redskins right now, I'm giving I'm it's, it's trial by fire for Haskins for me. I I know he did absolutely terrible in that game against the Giants, threw a couple picks, but I think it's just patience. I think you give him the experience because yeah, like you said, at this point in the season, nothing's gonna happen. That they, they they don't have. And I'm sorry, but there's no hope for the rest of the season to do anything 
good besides get some experience for the quarterback that you hope is the quarterback of the future. So I think I think they need to let Haskins play it out. I, I mean, it's hard after week five to say, let's just give it to the rookie and because we have nothing else to gain. But I, if, that's, if I was the Redskins, that's what I'm doing. Um, and then, of course, on the defense, at this point, I, I, I don't know if they're going to – if they should trade – well, I I mean, yeah, they they need to pick up those defensive weapons or any defensive weapons like in the secondary. I don't think I'm trading anyone right now. Now I think it's more drafting next year to pick go. up those uh, those weapons that you hope to get in the secondary. But yeah, as for right now, it's find a coach and I think give Dwayne Haskins experience. That's fair, but. So you don't you don't care about winning you don't think they care about winning any games you think they just want to try out Haskins because I will say and if Keenum's not playing Colt McCoy has performed better as a quarterback this season than Dwayne Haskins has. But I think he's had a lot more playing time though is the thing I think Haskins needs needs a little bit more of a chance and I mean look at the Giants there and look at the Giants they're giving it to Daniel Jones and I'm I'm not comparing Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins right now but I'm just saying they've given it to the rookie and he's. Perform decently well. I, I just think they more than decent. Yeah, it's exactly. So, and I'm not saying Haskins will do that, but I just think giving him that. Well. I I just think giving him that experience would be a, definitely a benefit for the team. And and in doing that, it's not like they're necessarily saying we're throwing away the season. I think they can just look at it as we're going to give it all our all with this new guy. They should know that Colt McCoy is just not. He's he's not anything special at all, and. And obviously, a lot of this depends on when Keenum comes back, too. But I I just think for now, like, looking at next week, um, I don't even know who they play next week. I think, oh, it's the Dolphins. Mm. Battle of the defeated. So one of these... Maybe put in Haskins in that game. Yeah, I'm thinking Haskins. Because the Dolphins don't have a defense. Right. So why don't you put him in, give him some confidence, see how he plays... And, and worst comes to worst, they really want to win this game. So worst comes to worst, if he's terrible in the first half, put in McCoy in the second half. I'm... Right, but, you know, there's been so much, um, what's the right word, Tumult, tumultuous? I like that word. Tumult, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, situation the quarterbacks in Washington so far this season have been so haphazard and tumultuous. I mean, you have... Um, Keenum, you know, you started that game against the Giants and then you got taken out. Like, make a decision. You're not winning the rest of the season. So either do you want him to watch or do you want him to play and have it be trial by fire? But whatever they do, they have to make that decision. And they have to bring in a good head coach to coach his team going forward. Do you have any ideas for who should be coaching them going forward? As for right now, I don't have any speci- anyone specific. Um, you know, I... I, I, I always liked I always liked the Jay I always had was kind of high on Jay Gruden I really liked the guy, but I mean yeah after an zero and five start it's it's hard to keep uh to stay with the guy. I just think like I just think what they were able to do last year I think they started off really well last year I think they were like one like six or seven of the like games like really early on, and and that was with Alex Smith so I think. I honestly think the Gruden fire was just was a little premature, just because I I think with when he has good players on his team to coach, I think he was a pretty good coach. Um, but yeah, looking forward, um, 
I'm I've I've talked about this a little bit before. I'm been a proponent of the really young guys like Lafleur and McVeigh. So I don't I don't know I don't have anyone specific right now, but I, like someone definitely someone younger with an offensive mindset. Um, that's always who I like for new coaches that our teams are looking at for long term. But who do you got? Dream scenario would be if Michigan lets go of Jim Harbaugh. Really? And Jim Harbaugh <laughs> comes to coach the Washington Redskins. In my opinion, that's the dream scenario because he's, I mean, besides John Madden, who's not going to coach because he's like 80-something, and um, some other really old coach, he is, um, oh, Don, Don Shula, right? Old, yeah, so he's not, obviously he's not going to coach um, because those guys are like in their 80s. But besides those two guys, the highest winning percentage of an NFL head coach that is not currently being employed by an NFL team is Jim Harbaugh. So I don't know if he's going to stay in Michigan or what's going to go on there. And then if that doesn't work out, I would then say, what about Tony Dungy? He's not doing anything right now. <laughs> coach Peyton Manning. Maybe you could bring in a, a guy like that to help Coach Haskins. He is the next guy down in terms of someone that's not being employed by an NFL team and has the next highest winning percentage. I think that those would both be good hires, and I think they're proven head coaches in the National Football League, and that's what the Redskins need to pull, to turn stuff around. Those are interesting. Those are interesting picks. Um, I'm not necessarily opposed to them, just because of their their histories. I mean Harbaugh, at Michigan, he just can't get it done at Michigan, and I don't know how much that is on him versus the team. Because I mean he he gets good records with that team every year, and then they just happen to lose the big game. So I'm not necessarily opposed to those. I'd still. I, I, and you know, as, for the Redskins, they picked up. They had Jay Gruden, who is younger, and you know, for them, that didn't really. Apparently, it didn't really work out well for them. So they they might be more reluctant to pick up someone that would be younger and riskier. So I definitely could see them picking up someone like a Harbaugh, who's older, more experienced, who's been to a Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, no, I I I don't think that's necessarily unreasonable i just i don't know if that's necessarily what i would do if i was the redskins like i said that's dream scenario i think Mm. if the redskins are are really trying to be good going forward if they could get one of those two guys i think that would be the best case scenario for them but i'm just going off of who i think they should try to pursue i'm not even sure that either of those coaches would be interested in coaching this team that's going to be really tough to coach going forward right now it's just i'm just going off of the best coaches out there right now. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going. I'm not going off of any news or anything like that. It's just plain uh, who I think the best coaches are out there right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think Tony Dungy is really wanting to coach, want especially the Redskins. I know. I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. just the best scenario. In my yeah, opinion. but the Harbaugh one is interesting. If he leaves, if he leaves Michigan, they're definitely gonna pursue him hard. Um, but still, I just. I I I just like the younger the younger guys rather than like when you're starting to build up a new franchise with a new quarterback, 
I, I, I just like the bringing in someone new that's young and willing to take more risks. But the Redskins might not be willing to do that based off where it got them last time. So we'll see. Harbaugh will be interesting. But, yeah. Um, so I want to I wanna move on to the Cowboys. Okay. Were the Cowboys exposed by the Green Bay Packers' Isaiah? Okay. <laughs> I have some thoughts about this. And obviously, as you guys know, I'm a big Packers fan. So I'm going to try to keep bias out of this. But the Packers have proven to have one of the best defenses in the league this year. But, I mean, they picked off this guy. I think it only ended up being three uh, interceptions on Dak. But there was one that was called back from an off-ball penalty. There was another one that was dropped that should have been an interception. I mean, this defense picked this guy apart. And the Packers on offense... They got out to a really quick, really fast start with a lot of points. They ended up slowing down midway through the third and in the fourth, um, which they've done basically every game this year. Uh, but still, the defense really shut this team down, and I, I think it did show a lot of holes that this offense has, especially Dak. I mean, everyone's been so high on Dak, but... They should be. He's, he, and he's Yeah, played, he's good, but... They have been exposed, and I'll get to that, but... He's been the best quarterback in football so far this year. That's no, that's no. Yes. No. no the no. stats back me up. No. Yes. What stats? QBR. What else are we gonna go what else are we gonna listen to, I say, if we can't listen to the quarterback rating? Is he, he is he number who he is me, number one. Who's number two? Patrick. I Dak is not the best quarterback in the NFL right now. It's more than QBR. So far this year, he has been the best quarterback in the NFL. And I is that including week? That is that including yes. including week five? Yes. So far this year, he's been the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year. Do I think he's the he's the best quarterback in the NFL? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying so far how he's performed this year, he's performed as the best quarterback in the NFL. But they were exposed. Yeah, but he had all of his weapons. He had they, they didn't have any injuries on the offense. I'm not they had making Zeke, excuses they had for Cooper, him. they had Cobb, they had I'm Wynn. not making excuse. I'm just I'm telling you what the stats say. But the team has been exposed. Forget that. The team is exposed. Yeah, well everyone thought after the first couple of weeks that they were going to be oh, Super Bowl contest. I even thought I saw they were playing the first couple of weeks. I was like, "Man, maybe they're going to come out of the NFC." I didn't know. But they played a bad to mediocre Giants team to start off. Then they beat the Redskins by 10 points only. And I didn't know how bad the Redskins were at the time, but now we know how bad they are. Then they beat a Dolphins team that is the worst in the NFL. Then they met a Saints team that is without their star quarterback in Drew Brees. And they lost to them 12 to 10. So... The Saints didn't have all their weapons, and the Cowboys did, and they still lost. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen come playoff time? And then the following week, they don't bounce back. They go back home to AT&T Stadium in Dallas, and they lose to the Packers. It w- was not a good performance. Even though it was only a 10-point loss, it wasn't a good performance by them. I'm sure the Packers could have put up more, but they were trying to control the clock, and mm-hmm. they were running it well with Aaron Jones. Zeke did not have a good game. 
at all. I think he had 60 yards rushing. They just signed him to that big deal. He's, not, he's putting up 60 yards rushing now. I mean, sure, everybody is an off game, but I think they're exposed. I think, um, I don't, yeah, they'll probably make the playoffs. I don't know, NFC, NFC East is going to be between them and um, and the Eagles. And then one of those teams that don't make it might make the wild card. But I don't think uh, the Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl. Here's what I find interesting. I find it interesting that that just how like how reliant you are on QBR and calling Dak number one because they've pl- the three teams they play they got their wins against are three of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, but then they all he also had to play against two of the best teams in the NFL in the Packers and the Saints, and that still factors into the average of the QBR. Two out of the five games were against the Packers and the Saints, which to your quote. The Packers have one of the best defenses in the league. And I looked, they've allowed the eighth least points this year. So, yes, they do have one of the best defenses in the league. And I can look to see how the Saints have been doing this year in terms of defense right now. But they, just off of um, knowing their scores of their games, they've been playing very well as well at defense. So, two out of the five games were against elite teams who I think might be in the NFC Championship game together. There's a possibility that two playoff teams, probably. And he's still ranked at the top. Well, he's tied for second in touchdowns right now. I think he's like fifth in yard in passing yards. And I just I think there's more to calling a a quarterback the best in the league than just one stat, which is the QBR. It's, it's a very – it's a well, pretty complete it stat. It all the – that's the whole point of it. But it's, it, there's more to it. It's it's how you lead the team. It's wins. It's how many points the team has. I mean, there's more to th- than just the QBR to determine the number one quarterback. So I, I would not say he's the number one quarterback in the league. I didn't say he was the best leader. I said he has performed the best but, as a quarterback so far this season. And uh, the stats can't – Deny that. I think I think leadership though factors into the best quarterback. So performed okay. Because it because because that's what leads a team to a win. I mean, when he's just getting stats, but the team isn't winning games, they're giving. Well, I mean, not giving up points. That's defense. But I just think that the fact that he only scored ten points against a good Saints defense, but only ten points against the Saints. I I think even if you have. A decent game passing, like that's just—it's not enough for me to call you number one in the league. He's one of the best. I just—he's not number one to me. Next week he might not be number one. I'm just telling you what he is after five weeks. That's all. Okay, okay. I just—I okay. So now that we're talking about Dak, (laughs) should we skip down to one of my one of my questions that I wrote down? Do you see? Did Dak make a mistake not signing an extension before? The season, so I'm coming at this from the view of he could have signed an extension before the season, but he opted out and wanted to go for more money. Mm-hmm. And I guess after these last two performances not really being that great, do you think he should have signed the extension before the season? Or is he has he benefited from playing this season so far, and do you think he could make more money in the extension as a result of his play so far this season? Uh, to answer the question, I'm, I'm going to say no. 
because you know even though I'm saying he's not the best quarterback in the league, he he still is one of the best. And so yeah, no, I don't think he made a mistake in not signing an extension because I mean yes, he has played really well, and I think he's got he's got a good amount of season left to prove himself to prove that he does deserve all all the millions that he's at that he wants. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think he made a mistake. I think if he keeps up his play and doesn't throw three, four picks like he basically did last week, um, which, which he won't, he won't, I mean, that, that's, that won't come up too often, but because I mean, when it came down to it toward the end last night, he did drive, he did lead him to a couple of touchdowns. I mean, he's, he's a great quarterback and he has been proving himself. So yeah, no, I don't think he made a mistake. I think he, he will play to the point where he, he shows that he's deserving of the, the millions he wants. So, no, I don't think he made a mistake. I agree. I don't have anything to say about it. Okay. He's, he's had the best season of his career so far, mm-hmm. and he's showing them more than he's shown them before, and therefore he's probably going to get more money than he would have if he had signed a deal at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And I still, I still think they win the division, too. I mean, the Eagles have been showing themselves. They've been playing well. And I think it'll be close between them, but I think the Cowboys will end up winning – the division, um, and then playoffs. I mean, and then it'll just come. It comes down to if they can get over the hump of making the NFC Championship finally, which they haven't been able to do in a very long time. Yeah. But I think that I I think this will be a good team that'll go decently deep, at least to the divisional round. And so yeah, no, and I think it'll. And that's how far they made it last year. And Dak had a pretty good year last year. And I think they make it that that far and have he just has an even better year because I mean he has been so far. The the NFC's tough because the Saints look good and who knows what's gonna happen um when Drew comes back. They could they're going to be made better, but it's gonna be interesting to see how he recovers from that injury and how his play is affected. The Packers are looking dangerous. The Seahawks look good. The Eagles look pretty good. The the forty ers just crushed the Browns, they're 4-0. So at the vision, you have the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Rams in there. So And then the Rams just made the Super Bowl last year, so they're another contender. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very interesting in the NFC. I think mm-hmm. a little bit less interesting in the yeah. AFC. But definitely it's going to be close in the NFC, and it's really going to come down to who's going to be able to perform in the playoffs in crunch time. Well, I mean, and yeah, I mean, even just those races, too, in the NFC. Whereas the AFC, it does seem, even at this point, it seems a, a bit more clear-cut on who it's going to be um, in each spot. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah, the NFC is, is pretty stacked right now. And so, yeah, it, it will be tough for the Cowboys, and that's why I think they win their division. I'm not too confident past the divisional round. But, yeah, it'll be tough for so sure. We only have nine minutes left. Why don't you pose a question out of we could go out of order which one do you want to talk about the most um well i kind of like the um i kind of want to talk about the ravens a little bit ravens <laughs> yeah. are very very interesting to me because controversial I'd yeah because i mean lamar such a great start to the season and then he's he's been playing pretty well even after that but they're sitting at what i think three and two right now um, they had a very close game against the Steelers, who had a, have a second string quarterback and then a third, a third string quarterback. String. Yeah, um, it was overtime with a third string in the game. Right, and I, I don't know for sure, but were they losing? Were, 
Was were the Steelers losing when when Mason Rudolph got knocked out of the game? I think they were. I'm. I don't know for I'm sure. I'm looking at it right now. I think mean, they might have been. People, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. Do you remember when he went out? Was it I second don't. quarter, third? I, the 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 Ravens were up all the first half. Steelers took the lead in the third, and late in the third. And I think they had the backup, the third string in at that point. I'm not, I'm so, not sure. They're de- yeah, Regardless, so, so, it was a bad performance. Right. So, Lamar Jackson, I mean, again, such a great start to the year. I still think he's having such a great season. He's, he's having a good season. For sure. Yeah. The defense, I mean, I just, I just don't know what's going on. They, I mean, that's, that's a Baltimore franchise that I think every year it's just Baltimore defense, Baltimore defense. Like, it's, it's what they're built on, and I don't know where it's gone, but they have not lived up to the name this season. No, they're not playing well this year. Yeah, I don't know what has been going on, but that's something that they're going to need to turn around because their offense, I mean, Mark Ingram has had a really good year this year too. Um, so, I mean, they've, they've had their struggles here and there, but they've put up like three or four touchdowns at least every single game. They have the best uh, offense in the league, Isaiah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I would say they do have one of the best offensives in the league. It's just the defense is going to have to make up for it because they're not going to be able to put up five touchdowns every single game. And, I mean, last week they gave up 40 to the Browns. They gave up 26 to the third-string quarterback Steelers this week. And so when you look at them in the long run, when we talk about, you know, division playoffs, I I still I, – I, I like them for the division because I do not believe in the Browns at all, and I'm not just saying that after they got crushed tonight. I haven't believed in them since day one. So I, I like the Ravens for the division, but – I agree with that. I, I don't think – unless they make some serious changes, they, they pick up some guys on defense – I don't think this team makes it too far in the playoffs because that's where defenses get exposed. I mean, defenses win championships, and if you don't have one, good luck in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, that, I, I, I don't like them past the divisional round there. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, I, their defense has been the 22nd worst in the NFL this year, and you're right, they usually harp on – defense and Mm -hmm. it hasn't been like that this season which is unfortunate for them because they have such a good all I mean they they have the best offense but now their defense is non-existent so yeah I don't like them doing anything really in the playoffs Mm -hmm. either because I mean the offense can only get you so far and that's exactly what it's shown so far I mean they're three and two it's basically average yeah I mean they uh they killed the Dolphins but they're the Dolphins yeah. They narrowly beat the Cardinals, who just got their first win and mm-hmm. are not by any means a playoff team. They lost to the Chiefs, who are a playoff team. And that was a close game. That was a close game, but clearly the Chiefs have the ability to beat them and probably will if it comes to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to the Browns, which is a divisional matchup, and that wasn't the greatest because the Browns aren't looking as hot as they were believed to look this right. year. And then they just narrowly beat the Steelers in overtime, and the Steelers have not been good this year, and have moved on to their third-string quarterback. And it only was up to uh, Justin Tucker just fitting it within uh, the uprights to win the game, and that's how they won. So, 
mean, they're going to have to work it out. They have the Bengals next, so that'll be a tune-up game. Yeah, and then for the, sure. And then they're going to have Seahawks. Pa- On Patriots. the road. Patriots at home. And those are going to be... Yeah, those are not those easy be, games. Those are <laughs> for the two sure. toughest games of their, of their season, in my opinion. And they're... Oh, they got the Texans, uh, yeah, Rams. Are, good, but yeah, no. Unless they make some big moves on the defense, yeah, I totally agree that they're not going to make it too far without doing making doing something. Or if just at least the players, if they just start playing better, I mean, I don't know what it is, but they got something's got to change on the defense. But even um, the offense, as I say, I'm still not, I'm still not sold on this Lamar Jackson offense. Yes, he's played very well this year. But his stats are, are really getting skewed from, um, at, like, in terms of his scouts, have, his stats have been really benefited from his performance against Miami and against Arizona. And, like, mm-hmm. he had a bad game yesterday against Pittsburgh. Against his divisional rival, he didn't play well at all. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, and then... If you looked at how he played last year against against how the team played last year against the Chargers in the playoffs, they didn't look like they were supposed to be out there. It was it was like hard to watch. So I don't know if when they start to go up against these teams that are gonna figure them out defensively, if they're mm-hmm. gonna be able to to perform. I mean, they haven't won a big game yet. They haven't won against a good team yet. So we have to see what they do going forward, but I'm definitely not sold on them, and I think their offense is going to be a problem as well, not only their defense. I know, and I don't really have enough. We don't have enough time to get into it, but I, I'm not quite the same there. I I believe a lot more in Lamar Jackson. Just like I mean, he won like seven games in a row or whatever it was last year, and yes, they lost that playoff game, but I mean, it was his first playoff game ever. I I that one's pretty excusable to me, and. I don't just this year. I I think it's mostly been the defense that's the problem. And yes, he could be better. But I mean, you said he, they have the best offense right now. And yes, they've played some not great teams, but they've also played the Chiefs. Um, and I mean, and the Browns too. And the fact that I mean, even as you said they had the best offense through that. I I well, no, I believe in them. I know. I said that they've played good. I said they haven't beat a good team because they haven't. Okay. They've been you know they've been Miami. They've been. Yeah, the, yeah, this uh, year for sure. The yeah. Cardinals and they've been Pittsburgh. So right. let's see what they do against the Seahawks and the Pats. Uh, the Pats. I think that'll be a better barometer for how they're going to look going forward in terms of playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. Well, yeah, I think that's all the time we have tonight. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Another great show, I think. Um, any last words? No, I mean. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you here, same time, same place. Actually, not next week. Next week is Columbus Day, uh, fall break. I think we'll be off. Are you? I'm not. I won't be here. You won't. I won't be here. So we will be able to come on. Unless Kenny, Kenny might do a solo show. Maybe I can bring in a a guest. Watch out for that. Yeah, maybe. What if I I bring in a guest? Yeah, that might be interesting. All right, we'll see some. Yeah, we might be on next week. (laughs) We'll send, tune out, out, we'll tune send in. out information on the on the Twitter and on our, our Instagrams and Yep. We'll get the information out there if we're gonna mm-hmm. be on next week, but I, I would like to. We'll see what's <laughs> going on. All right. Thank you everyone. Good night. Good night.